Welcome to EVJ on the Hoof. This podcast will overview a paper in the March 2018 edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal. The paper is entitled Biomechanical Testing of the Calcified Metacarpal Articular Surface and its Association with Subchondral Bone Microstructure in Thoroughbred Racehorses. The authors are Williamson, Sims, Thomas, Lee, Stevenson and Witten. The work was performed at the University of Melbourne, Australia. Metacarpal and metatarsal condylar fractures are considered fatigue injuries of racehorse subchondral bone and calcified cartilage due to repetitive high loads. Likewise, for palmar and plantar osteochondral disease. Both are characterized by the coalescence of microfractures that initiate at the articular surface of the calcified cartilage. Remember that calcified cartilage is that layer of cartilage deep to the articular surface that interfaces with the subchondral bone. Research has shown that during intense training, subchondral bone remodeling is inhibited, allowing the accumulation of fatigued bone. During periods of rest, focal resorption of the subchondral bone takes place. Both the sclerosis and resorption processes of bone are implicated in the clinical entity of subchondral bone disease, assumed to be due to changes in biomechanical properties. The purpose of this study was to determine the spatial relationship and correlation between the biomechanical properties of the calcified cartilage layer, the microstructure of the palmar metacarpal condyle, and training history. The group hypothesized that the calcified cartilage layer would show regional variation and that this would correlate with changes in the underlying subchondral bone. To test their hypothesis, 31 condyles from thoroughbred racehorses between 1 and 7 years of age were harvested, with approximately 42% of them being 3- to 4-year-olds. The palmar epiphysis was removed for in vitro testing and divided into three regions, axial, mid-condyle and abaxial. The articular cartilage was removed as far as possible, which is in fact down to the calcified cartilage layer, and mechanical testing was performed using a technique known as reference point indentation, in addition to micro-CT. Reference point indentation measurements are inversely correlated with fracture toughness, as assessed by three-point bending, where fracture toughness is defined as the ability of a material to resist fracture. In this study, reference point indentation probe performs repetitive cycles of indentation in the sample. The increase in indentation between the first and the last indentation at the same site is measured as the indentation distance increase, or IDI. Thus, a higher IDI would indicate less resistance to fracture. Their results showed an increase in dense bone in the subchondral bone in both the mid-condylar and axial regions of the condyle. The extent of dense subchondral bone increased with increasing age, and untrained horses had a minimal loss of the subchondral bone architecture. Microcracks in the calcified cartilage were seen in all samples, 
but hypermineralized and lesions considered to be healed microfractures were more common in three-year-olds. Unexpectedly, the surface mechanical properties of the calcified cartilage were uniform across each condyle with no difference in IDI between regions. It is worth noting, however, that the maximum depth of the RPI probe was less than the mean reported thickness of calcified cartilage in the metacarpal condyle. As such, the authors note that the underlying subchondral bone microstructure would be unlikely to directly affect surface IDI measurements in the calcified cartilage. In previous studies, regional variation in bone microstructure and biomechanical properties throughout the condyle have been noted. The authors comment that given the relatively uniform calcified cartilage biomechanical properties found in this study, it is possible that different homeostatic mechanisms exist for cartilage and bone, for example, bone's ability to actively remodel. A higher calcified cartilage IDI was found in horses that had evidence of accumulated bone fatigue and in the group that suffered catastrophic injury. Importantly, in terms of the accumulation of bony microdamage, it is noteworthy that this was not confined to the sites of fracture, and this finding is in accordance with other studies examining bone microstructure in racehorses. In this study, an association between the initiation of race training and a reduced IDI was noted. This study made observations at one time point, and the authors note that it is difficult to determine when calcified cartilage toughness is maximised by race training. Overall, the distal palmar metacarpus is a region sensitive to fatigue injury. A reduction in surface material properties can be detected in horses with fatigue injuries at this site and other sites in the skeleton, reminding us that there remains much to be learned about bone and cartilage homeostasis. For more detail and to see the images in this paper, please refer to the published article. Thank you for listening to EVJ on the Hoof.